I was a really good trainer and I was, if someone came to me and went, I need to lose weight, I want to get fitter or I need to put muscle on, reasonably easy to do. But if someone was injured, that's where I got really stuck, Rosa. Like I, I didn't know what to do. You know, you'd modify the exercise. You go, okay, let's change this angle. Let's try this, you know, let's try this band. Let's try this da 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 And sometimes you'd be able to modify around it. But sometimes it just, you couldn't do anything with it. And it didn't matter what you did to try and get that muscle working, engage that muscle tissue. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't. And so, you know, I get to stuck, I get stuck. I'd go, okay, well, maybe you need to go see an osteo or a physio or a chiropractor or, you know, someone else, because I've, I've got to my point of capability. I can't help you any further. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so again, I began this kind of like searching for something better, searching for something more. Welcome to the Rock Your Best Life podcast. On this podcast, I bring you information, education, advice, and tips from healthcare professionals, scientists, doctors, and everyday people who have changed their lives and helped through diet, lifestyle, and mindset changes, and are now rocking their best lives. Join me on this journey to rock your best life. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice, as I am not a qualified healthcare provider. The information presented on this podcast is for educational purposes only. Rock Your Best Life and Rock and Rosa Wellness are not qualified to provide medical advice. Please consult your own physician or provider with any medical issues that you may be experiencing. This disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors of this podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to bring you this interview today that I did with Jessica Henrard. Um, and she is one of the other um, ladies that were in the um, 90 Day Fat Loss Challenge that I did within the Steak and Butter um, gang group, um, Bella. Um, if you're not familiar with Bella, the Steak and Butter gal, you need to check her out. Um <laughs> And um, she shares some amazing videos on her YouTube channel, and she interviews um, a lot of amazing people. And so she, we did a roundtable together, and we shared our results. And so that is, you know, how I met Jessica, um, and she's also in the community. Um, but anyway, we shared our experiences, and I was really interested um, to learn about what Jessica does. So she um, is... Um, a neuro reset um, technique. She does a neuro reset technique. And um, she discovered this about 10 years ago. And we talk all about this um, in this episode. Um, but um, it is a neuromuscular treatment, um, you know, really helping people with muscle function and, uh, you know, so many other things. Um but I was just really interested to learn about, you know, what this is. Um, and so I hope that you enjoy this episode. I learned a lot, you know, um, in this episode. And, you know, just how everything is, you know, connected. And it's not really what we what we think um, to heal and, and to increase our, you know, uh, the way that we move, the way that our body works 
And a lot of times we can have all these pains and all these different, you know, muscle. Um, you know, I know I do, you know, in my neck. And, you know, like I, I, told, <laughs> I told Jessica about was that, you know, I, I had a lot of issues with, you know, tight, tight calves and which affects other things, you know, like my plantar fasciitis that I have. Um, and, you know, she gave me some really great tips. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And we did uh, talk a little bit about her experience and what led her to um, discovering a carnivore diet. Um, because she has been in the health and wellness industry for over 20 years. Um, and we kind of talked about, um, you know, how she was introduced to Bart K. <laughs> And it turns out she already knew who he was. Um, and if you're not familiar with Bart K, you need to look him up because he is awesome too. I love, um, you know, his YouTube channel. And um, I love how he, you know, really just um, tells it like it is. <laughs> you know, um, how, you know, we we are we're meant to eat a species appropriate diet. And that's what he talks a lot about. Um, and he has some amazing work too, professor Bart K and we, yeah, he was actually her professor. Um, and, she, and they both are in New Zealand, um, but in different parts of New, New Zealand. And she actually went on to be able to help him with some of his issues. Um, and so we dive deep into all that stuff and she is so knowledgeable um, and so awesome to talk to. Um, and, you know, some now let's move into some updates <laughs> on me. So actually, I, you know, even when I um, released the last episode last week, I was dealing with COVID. And so we got COVID again. Um, and and it wasn't that bad, you guys, this time. And I have, you know. Um, I'm not sure if I've shared it on this podcast, but I have had COVID actually twice before. And the last time I had it was in February of 21. And it was a confirmed case, you know. Um, and I, it really hit me hard, you guys. It was, it was really hard. It affected me a lot with my, you know, um, sinuses. And then I had all the aches and pains, and I just had these strange, you know, symptoms, a lot of um, issues with my circulation, and, of course, oxygen not getting to, you know, our organs and, and affecting things can, you know, affect circulation. Um, but anyway, this time, it wasn't that bad. And I just felt really tired, really fatigued, and I felt really the fogginess, the of the brain was really hard. I couldn't even think on one day. Um, but you know, it only lasted a few days for me. I didn't get really any of the congestion or anything. And I really think that I have done some healing. Um, and the other aspect is maybe that this strain is not as, um, you know, bad as the previous ones. Like it's a little milder, milder from what I've heard. My husband was affected a lot worse and he lost his, um, sense of taste and smell um, and he had all the like congestive stuff all the sinus stuff like he's still kind of dealing with that um, but he hasn't had it before and I think that's a real big factor um, and of course he he has 
you know, he's pretty, you know, he has some good food choices and he's pretty healthy, but he, you know, isn't um, keto or carnivore like me. Um, and he doesn't have to be. And that's okay. Um, for my healing, I really have to be. Um, but, you know, I just really think, you know, since January and going, you know, just um, total carnivore again, um, I've really done some healing and I feel amazing. Um, and I was able to bounce back pretty quick and it didn't affect me that bad. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. And I'm really grateful for, you know, this way of eating. Um, and, you know, I have, like I shared before, I have been um, changing up my macros a little bit. And that's what I've been kind of working on this last week or so, even through, you know, not feeling the best, <laughs> trying to increase my fat. Um, and eating just slightly less protein. So I, I eat about right now, I'd say it's about 80, 80 to a hundred grams is where I feel comfortable. And it is a little bit of a shift for me. And then I'm, I'm really trying to up my, my fat to like 200 grams. Um, but generally it's been about 150 or so. Um, and I am tracking, um, all of that too. And I'm feeling really great with doing that. Um, and then yesterday I was actually able to fast again and I did give myself some time in between. Um, and so that is just where I'm at right now. And I'm really loving the process and I am doing the, um, chisel program again, the 90 day fat loss challenge again, but I am just being mindful that I eat enough that I do feast, but I'm changing my macros a bit. Um, and that is going good so far. And I am also monitoring my glucose and my ketones. I'm trying to get the ketones up um, and keep that blood glucose down. <laughs> and that has been a little bit of a challenge um, lately. But I'm troubleshooting. I'm figuring out, you know, which meats maybe cause that glucose spike. And for me, I've noticed it's pork and chicken. Um, and I like to kind of have those things in once in a while, but it's really good to kind of use these metrics to figure out, okay, what does this do to, to my body? Um, and so that's just my little experiment that I'm doing right now, and I'm feeling really good. Um, but I hope that you enjoy this episode today, and don't forget to like and subscribe over on my YouTube channel as well. Um, and don't forget to share this podcast with somebody you think might really benefit from this information um, from this neuro reset technique. Um, and I hope that you go over on Jessica's page and go ahead and like, um, her Instagram. Um, and she does have her own, um, website, which I'm going to link in the, in the description show notes. Um, and she has, um, she has the Jessica, treatment is the name of her treatment that she has but i'm gonna go ahead and link everything in the show notes and i hope that you enjoy this episode today um and as always don't forget to rock your best life welcome back to the rock your best life podcast with me today i have the lovely jessica hanrard and she is a nrt specialist a neuro reset technique um and we're gonna learn all about that but she's also another lady, a wonderful lady who participated in the 90 Day Fat Loss Challenge. 
um, in Bella's Steak and Butter Gang. Um, and so she has some amazing results. So we're going to talk all about that too. Welcome, Jessica. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to speak to you again after our last roundtable. It was so good. So oh. fun to have a kind of more people and other mummies and other women that have had really epic results with eating this type of way. I know. And I loved our conversation. I felt like we had so much more that we could have talked about. Um, oh, we've been going on for hours. <laughs> yes, I know. But we don't have hours because we're busy moms. And <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to talk to you all about um, your, the process for you. Um, and also, you know, before we start, why don't you tell everybody, you know, who you are, what you do for people who may not know? Yeah, sure. So I'm Jessica Enrod and I am a health and fitness professional. So I've been in health for, oh my gosh, almost 20 years. Wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a really long time. And um, started off all the normal stuff, university, did my degree in sports, did all of that. That was actually where I met Professor Bart Kay. He was one of my uni professors back in the day. So that's how <laughs> we have a, a pretty uh, long history together. Um, and then did lots of post-grad stuff. But then uh, 10 years ago, I was really lucky to be invited to learn neuroreset technique. So NRT is a neuromuscular-based therapy. So working with the brain and the nervous system to restore muscle function. So muscle act, muscle recruitment efficiency. So we work with the brain and nervous system directly. So when I found that modality, it literally changed my whole world and my whole life in terms of what I understood about the human body, what I understood about um, like exercise application, any kind of like um, trying to get your muscles to do X, Y, and Z, it mm. flipped it on its head. So I can tell you all about that, but that's just what I started learning a decade ago. Um, and yeah, it's been completely transformational in terms of how I approach my clients, what I do with them, how I prescribe, all those bits. So it's been amazing. That's that's probably been my biggest impacting thing that I've learned in my life so far. And it's one of these things that's ever evolving. So we do every week I um, have online, because he's in London, the founder of NRT, Simon mm -hmm. Frost, is based in London. So we do weekly like this zoom calls and we do all the updates and all the new pieces because it's just growing and growing and growing as you can imagine yeah. with anything with the human body yeah we're finding out more and more about it and we're finding out better ways of doing it and so yeah so I have that that ongoing um but yeah so that's that's kind of how who I am how I got into health and stuff basically came about because I had as I mentioned on that um, round table we did I had like a ton of health issues myself so mm -hmm. Probably since birth, if I'm honest. Like yeah. I was covered in eczema when I was born. I had lots of issues from that point onwards in terms of my skin, my digestive system. It never worked properly. Um, and I'd gone through lots of different, you know, like everybody, tried everything to get my health better um, and was well overweight, um, dermatitis, skin issues, gut and health issues weight issues, um, headaches, my, I suffered terrible migraines when I was at college. Um, yeah, just not in a very good state. And so 
I had basically saved up my money because I was um, I just started one of the courses that I did before I got into sport. And I'd saved all my money to see this personal trainer thinking that, you know, she was going to be the answer to all my prayers yeah. and that she could help me. And um, basically this, this trainer chose inappropriate exercise for my body and my problems because I had back issues, hip issues. My arcales were so tight they were basically on the verge of snapping. Like I was oh in a state. Yeah. Um, And it exacerbated everything. And I went to nutritionalists and it made all my symptoms worse. And I tried detoxes and I tried potions and powders and creams and Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig's, which are like, you know, like kind of shaky plans and calorie restriction. And I mean, you name it, I have basically done it. So I got into health because this woman injured me, essentially this trainer injured me. And when I went to the gym, just to let them know, look, guys, this exercise has been inappropriate for my body. And my physio has said to me, you need to go and tell them that that this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, well, we don't care. You signed a waiver. Oh. And I just, you know, the waiver thing, they were yeah. just like, oh, that's how they, you know, that's how they cover their butt. Yeah. <laughs> And it just disappointed me so much. And from being in that really hopeless state and that really upset state and then having that happen, I just felt completely, yeah, I mean, hopeless really, put, felt, you know, fits that, that word for me because I didn't know what else to do. And I think that's where you get stuck. It's like, how do I get help? How do I fix myself? How do I heal myself? What am I doing wrong? Why can't I get my body to just be healthy and work the way that it should? Mm -hmm. And um, that's when I went, you know what? There's got to be something better in the world than this. And so that's when I started studying. I thought I'm going to become the best, like, best trainer on the planet. And I'm going to really care about people. I'm going to really help people. And that kind of kick-started my own journey into health at at quite a young age. I think I I was like 18, 19 when I started. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) that's when I was like right and so ever since then it's just been this like constant study constant Mm -hmm. looking for something better because I was a really good trainer and I was if someone came to me and went I need to lose weight I want to get fitter or I need to put muscle on reasonably easy to do but if someone was injured that's where I got really stuck Rosa like I I didn't know what to do. You know, you'd modify the exercise. You go, okay, let's change this angle. Let's try this, you know, let's try this band. Let's try this da da da. And sometimes you'd be able to modify around it. But sometimes it just, you couldn't do anything with it. And it didn't matter what you did to try and get that muscle working, engage that muscle tissue. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't. And so, you know, I get to stuck, I get stuck, I'd go, okay, well, maybe you need to go see an osteo or a physio or a chiropractor or, you know, someone else, because I've, I've got to my point of capability, I can't help you any further, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so, I, again, I began this kind of like searching for something better, searching for something more. Uh, and so that's when I came across muscle activation technique. I don't know if you've heard of MAT, but MAT is quite big in the States. It's been around for probably about 35-ish years. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are clinics all over the US and quite a few now in Europe. Um, and so I started learning muscle activation technique. But what I found, though, was unfortunately it was only a really temporary change. So the idea was you're trying to recruit the muscle but the minute you put a stimulation into a different sensor or a different receptor on somewhere else of your body, 
-hmm. it would just go weak again. So it wasn't Uh, permanent, but it was still better than anything I'd seen. And I was like, okay. Now, is that that the technique where they kind of put the little electrodes on your muscles? No. No, it's a different one. Okay. But it's a similar kind of principle where you're trying to get some stimulation into that muscle tissue, into the fibers to okay. try and get it to contract. Yeah. But it it's not permanent. It didn't last. It was, it was very short-lived. And the minute you put either a stimulation into a different area of the body or you put too much force through that receptor, it just went weak again. So, again, it just it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, basically, I I was introduced to someone that was teaching that modality and and he had had a scientific discovery, which is that basically if you bias different sensory systems or different sensory inputs into the body, you could make a permanent change or a long-lasting change to that muscle's ability to recruit. So therefore, restoring that neuromuscular or that neurosensory muscular pathway. And that's I, when I first saw it. It sounds really like right. It's like yeah. What the hell? Is, now is that <laughs> is that kind of like muscle memory or is that different? No. Okay, that's different. Yeah. Okay. So with neuro reset technique, it is an instant and lasting modality. So when I came across this and I was introduced to it, I one I didn't understand how it worked because my understanding in the human body is there's nothing instant out there that can give you strength control and function in minutes like it doesn't exist you know what we believe or what we currently understood or what I currently understood from you know university was if I want to get this elbow flexor to work Mm -hmm. then I need to either do repetition through that tissue or I need to progressively overload that tissue. So I'll go to the gym and I'll do this workout and I'll do this exercise and then I'll go up gradually in either repetitions or load to try and get stronger in the tissue. That's how Mm -hmm. I understood the body worked. That's how I programmed. That's what I knew. And so when I was shown this technique where you could get instant strength gains, instant range of motion improvement, so your your mobility or your flexibility would improve, and there was no releasing of anything, there was no stretching of anything, I had to like kind of recalibrate my brain and go, well, what, how, how, what, how, <laughs> how does this work? Yeah. Um, and so when I was shown it, I was like, oh, my gosh, please teach me. This is like the future of health and fitness. I want to be right at the forefront of this stuff. Also, I really want to help people. Or as long as I can remember, I've wanted to help people. When I was a little girl, I wanted to help people. When I was, um, before I went to college, I wanted to either be a surgeon or something like that. I was really interested in the human body Mm -hmm. and anatomy and physiology and how things kind of worked. And my mum used to buy me um, like hearts and things and I'd sit and cut them up and look inside and I was was a bit of a weird child. Like like real hearts? Like animal hearts? Oh, wow. She'd get hearts from the butcher, a cow or a lamb or whatever heart, and I would sit there and I'd cut it up and I'd look at all the ventricles and I'd look, you know, I just... I was so interested in in the human body. I, I think they bought me my first stethoscope when I was like about 10 or 11 like I wanted to listen to the heart and I wanted to listen to breathing and I, I just yeah I, I found it really interesting yeah and I wanted to help people 
And um, the, I'm really glad that, you know, whatever you believe in, source, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, I was lucky enough to find the right path in terms of what to learn mm-hmm. because pretty much most of the information that I learned at university, I had to scrap and unlearn it and and be really open and I think that's why the food thing has really fit with us, with me and with us too is because it makes sense. It's actually really, really simple. Yeah. And, and it's species appropriate, you know. And so when those things clicked in my brain with food and when I saw was introduced to NRT, it made sense to me. I was like, okay, basically our body doesn't have control over what it doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So we we have different receptors, sensors in our body, and they send information to our brain. Our brain processes the information coming in or the input coming in, and then it sends a message back to say what to do. It says contract or lengthen, you know. It's as simple as input equals output. If your input is poor, then your output or control over that system is going to be poor. So I was like, okay, well, that makes sense to me because our body has um, basically, if we think of them as three senses, it has a sense of position. Okay, so where is my arm in space, right? It has a sense of movement. Where is my arm, the rate of velocity moving through an area, right? And then it has a sense of force. How much force do I need to lift my arm or pick up this bag or hold this load? So those three senses are things that we can improve and enhance, which is instant when we're working with the brain and the nervous system. And so you can look at something that has poor sense of either one of those things, poor sense of position, movement, or force. And so you can't produce what you're asking it to produce. Your range or your position will be short, will be poor. Your ability to generate force in that area will be poor. Mm. And when we restore these individual, it's called a sensory neural pathway, then you'll have strength, control, and movement sense over that joint or over that muscle tissue straight away. And I mean instantly. Wow. And it's really bizarre to experience because it's like, okay, I'm really weak. So you do a muscle test, you put them here, and you go, okay, hold your arm. And they've just got nothing. You know, literally, we're talking five minutes later, they're holding the contraction, they're strong, they've got more range of motion, and it is really quite, it will blow your mind. Yeah. No, that is so interesting. Now, I'm kind of wondering, when you're working with people with this technique, um, do you have to get them in a healthy place with their nutrition, um, you know, outside of this? Um, like I love that question. Yeah. It's, it's actually really important. Mm-hmm. People often come in the worst possible state <laughs> to me. And it is because, unfortunately, the information that's out there on the mainstream is completely wrong. So yeah. they're trying their best to be healthy, a lot of them, but they're just nowhere near it. And they find it very challenging to get their head around that what they're doing is actually being detrimental to their situation 
What I would say with NRT is that it works for everybody. There's not a single person I've put my hands on that this hasn't worked for. So I have this real confidence that I can help anybody. And and that's quite a nice feeling to have. It's like, yes, I can do. Yes, I can help you. However, I do work on nutrition, sleep, stress, those other elements of health because they do impact on on us so greatly and health is really intertwined you know and so it would be almost I feel for me anyway almost neglectful if I didn't touch on those other things especially if there's something seriously impacting on their health in a negative way so yeah I do my programs are NRT is my foundation. I need to see what state your body's in, what state your nervous system is in, what your kind of muscle function and motor control is like. Let's have a look at that. Then we go, okay, we're going to touch on your food stuff. We're going to make some improvements to your stress or your sleep or your, you know whatever other elements need helping. And then we're going to give you an exercise program that complements your treatment. So when you can recruit a muscle, so let's just go back to the elbow, for example. Mm -hmm. If you can't get this muscle engaged, okay, then it doesn't matter how many times you do something through repetition, you will not get that tissue engaged. If you think of contractile tone of our muscles' ability to shorten and contract, it's a subconscious thing, you know? Yeah. You know? so Yeah, we're not thinking about it. We just kind of... Yeah, yeah, we do it. <laughs> and so if you, if we imagine that, yes, we can control some tissue consciously. So if I want to improve my posture, I'm going to sit up. I'm going to put my, you know, my chair, my shoulders back. I'm going to sit my rib cage down. Or, you know, mm-hmm. for the time that I'm conscious of that, I can stay in that position. But the minute that I lose focus, lose control, I will sit back into my default position. Mm-hmm. Your posture our body's posture is actually a sub a, a subconscious thing. We're not consciously aware of it. Yes, you can affect it, but the minute you don't, you're not in that same position. And our, our posture comes down to our resting tone, our resting tone of tissue. And so our resting tone is subconscious and we can affect posture, obviously, with NRT because we're changing your subconscious system your ability to recruit that muscle by your brain and your nervous system rather than trying to recruit it through thinking about it or sitting in a certain position. A really good analogy is if you think of a puppet, right? When the puppet is sitting there, it can't move itself. It can't will its limbs to move. It can't will its <laughs> arms to move. Yeah. Same as if we woke up after a coma. It, it, it's not our choice. Yeah. And so it's the nervous system, i.e. the strings to the puppet and the brain, i.e. the person moving, the puppet master moving it, that dictates movement, that dictates motion and function. So the brain and the nervous system is actually what governs our control of our body, our movement in our body. And so if there's something lacking in the information that's coming into the nervous system or to the receptor, then you won't be able to control that. And so if, for example, you're trying to get this muscle to recruit, you may never get that muscle to recruit because if you don't have the neuromuscular ability to do what you're asking it to do, it doesn't matter how many times you do it, you won't get it. What we do instead is we build really great compensation strategies. So, you know, I'll lift from my elevation or I'll 
tilt from my body. Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> my body gets great at compensating and it compensates. It does, we do this all day long without thinking because your body will get something from point A to point B, no matter how it needs to get it there. But that might be coming from your back. It might be coming from your shoulder. It might be coming from, you know, there's other ways that we can get it up there. And so this is why it made sense to me as well that I'd see people in the gym and they'd be there five days a week and I'd see them every time. Like, hey, how's it going? And their bodies would never, ever change, mm. like ever. And, of course, a lot of that is what they're putting in their mouths. Yeah. Like I'm not going to lie and say that it's not a huge amount dietary related, mm. but also functionally they didn't really get that much stronger or it was really gradual increments. They didn't improve their range of motion. They didn't get more mobile in those those situations. And then the ones that did get more mobility or um, range of motion through a joint, when I tested them, they were weak as hell in those oh. positions. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what have I lost to gain movement? Oh, okay. Yeah. And the reason being is that when there is a sensory neural weakness in the system, your body's, one of the things it will do is compensate. You use other tissues to get there. But the other thing that it does is it will tighten up. And it, mm. it gets tight defensively. And the reason it's defending you is because it wants to stop you from going into a space that it has no control over, where, there's, where it's vulnerable. So your body's solution to a weak neuro, a neuromuscular system is tightness it'll go no don't go there okay then people start stretching out these tight tissues going oh i need a stretch i'm so tight you know i'm gonna do all these stretches not knowing that actually that's gonna inhibit your function even more oh okay wow that is so interesting (laughs) and it's Um, really hard people find that really hard to get they're like what yeah because you know I I suffer I suffer a lot with like always having tight calves my yeah even though I won't even do any workouts for a little bit um I'll just always have these tight tight calves so I always feel like I have to stretch exactly and that's all I knew as well and I would have done the same thing and I would have as me being your trainer back in the day when I didn't know this I would have said the same thing I would have gone oh you've got you know tight this or weak that that is the other thing about NRT that I love so much. I'm so grateful for the fact that your body gives me the answers. So there's it takes all the guesswork out of treatment, which is brilliant because, you know, I remember going to seeing different physios and they go, oh, I don't think your posterior change chain of, is recruiting. You know, your glutes and your hamstring aren't firing properly. Mm-hmm. And again, it's very assumption based on what they're looking at and what they're feeling but what we do with NRT is we, we have a really robust assessment protocol. So we look at your body, we look at different inputs, and it shows us exactly where the sensory neural weaknesses lie, which is awesome because we're getting to the root cause of your issue. The tightness is there, as I said, to defend you, to stop you from going into a place of vulnerability. So if you can restore the muscle that's not able to work the tightness goes away by itself. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's the, I may need your help, lady. I know, <laughs> we might need to get together. I want to give you yeah. an example so that you can kind of like visualize it. 
But let's say my deltoid, right? So muscle here to here, think of it like a piece of string. It shortens as I lift my arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if, for example, this muscle isn't, it, it doesn't have the information coming into that receptor, it doesn't know where either where it is in space, how to shorten, how to hold force, it's got no clue. It just doesn't, okay? Yeah. And this can be lost through lots of different reasons. This can be um, develop, like underdevelopment, underuse. You can miss different sections. So, for example, if you imagine when you were a little child, if you miss different developmental stages, oh. you can miss whole areas and if you think of a baby they start off really closed and small and they start opening out their fingers and reaching out their fingers and they're sending and receiving information from those receptors up and down to the brain but so if you've missed these things then you can miss whole areas of being able to use sections of your body and and that's why it can come through bad like bad postural practices it can come through injury it can come through underuse underdevelopment there's lots of reasons Mm-hmm. that we lose function but it doesn't really matter why all that we care about is that we can fix it that we can get it working again so if we imagine that this for whatever reason this muscle isn't working properly mm-hmm. right so as I go to lift my arm there'll be a point that that muscle can't shorten any further for whatever reason and so to get my arm up further something will compensate mm-hmm. something yeah. will compensate yeah. Yes, I know. I have an issue with this this shoulder. <laughs> well, before it was this shoulder. I had some kind of a pulled muscle, and this was, um, you know, when I started the um the challenge. Actually, this went away within like about the two months in, for some reason. But it was always tense up here, yeah. and I had some kind of a pain or a pull. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, so that's why I had stopped um, lifting weights for a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and that's so common because we don't know what else to do. We're like, well, why is that tight? And, and so if you imagine that this, this doesn't work properly, you're going to get compensation of other things, lifting that arm for you because you're trying to go into this space. So what we do is we test it. We look at the shoulder joint. We'll look at different motions and we'll look at individual. We bias different sections. We look at different receptors and we go, okay, what's the information coming like to this receptor? Mm-hmm. Now, currently there's 22 receptors that we treat in the body. Oh, so wow. not just movement, position and, and, and um, force, skin, fascia, muscle, joint, um, ocular system, which is the visual system, the information coming in through your eyes, your vestibular system, the information that comes through the receptors that are in our inner canals and our inner ears, that think of it like a level as it tips from side to side, it sends information about where you are in space. So mm-hmm. we can treat all of these different drivers of motion. So there's anything that has a receptor, basically we can treat it. And that means pelvic floor, diaphragm, respiratory muscles, like even things that are internal, we can still treat. And that's been completely fundamental for most of the people that I work with, because if you can't recruit it through repetition, then there is a reason. And that reason is because you don't have good information coming into that receptor. So then we test it and we go, okay, is this even weak or is it something else? Because two things will be happening. One, this muscle can't shorten anymore. And two, 
the opposing side of the agonist tissue is going to put the brakes on because it doesn't want you to go into a space that it doesn't, it's vulnerable up here. It doesn't have control. Think mm-hmm. of it like a map. It's got, it's off road. It doesn't know how to control that map. There's no, there's no information in that space. And so if you can put really good information into that shortened or approximated tissue and send it to the brain, you're changing essentially things at the brain level rather than just at a tone change level. And it has long lasting results. So we don't say permanent, but we've got 15 years of clinical research. It doesn't go away. You might get more access, but typically you don't ever lose what, as long as you keep going into that space. So let's say I restore all of this muscle that lifts your arm, right? Mm -hmm. As long as you then go into that space ongoing afterwards, you'll maintain that, you'll keep that. And obviously we'll then give you conditioning or strengthening exercise if you need it for that motion. Mm -hmm. But otherwise you will keep what we've restored, which is awesome because sometimes you meet someone, Rosa, and you've got (laughs) like, hundred issues you go looking at their body and you go well this is weak and this is weak and this is weak and this is weak and they think oh my god I'm gonna have to have like a gazillion sessions with you (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're gonna be here a while (laughs) we're gonna be here a long time and to be fair some people are pretty broken um but what happens with the body as you can imagine it's the same kind of thing that happens with our health Mm -hmm. if something big is causing a problem then it causes all these other little problems, which are almost symptoms of the big issue. So we look for the biggest weaknesses Mm -hmm. and then we restore those. And then what will happen is a lot of the little things will go away by themselves. You don't have to treat every single thing. Typically there will be certain receptors or certain drivers that will be causing the downregulation or the problem in the body. Yeah. So so kind of getting to that root cause, is that, is it hard to dig deep and find that? Or, um, there, or you probably have a process you, know you asked me before about if somebody's health is important for this and I said well mm-hmm. there's lots of different impacting things if somebody is in a really terrible metabolic state as well they can be in a, in a real state and so they might have lots of things showing up um but we work with so many different things we work with arthritis you know any kind of injuries tightness inhibition pain postural issues autoimmune problems pretty much anything to do with the body so you'll get people in a really terrible state and sometimes it does take it is like feels sometimes like a little bit of a needle in the haystack Uh but because because of the assessment protocol it allows you to hone in on certain areas so it is actually quite easy it is I definitely say it's more challenging online than in person so the great thing that happened with lockdown for us was I learned how to do this online up until that it was all Mm one-on-one and I'd need to get my hands physically on your body to test and to treat your system but now we can do it virtually which is amazing (laughs) yeah yeah and and it allows us to be able to help people all over the world so I work with people in all different countries all over the world um and it has really epic results and I was a bit worried I was like how is this going to be compared to what it's like when I'm like in person yeah Um, but you know I've been working with Bart 
he had yeah a, I was gonna say I saw that you had been helping Bart too which is amazing it's so great because we're in New Zealand together for the first time and you know I haven't been I just moved home after 13 years in London oh okay. and, um, and so we haven't been in the same country but he's in the South Island and I'm in the north and so it's still still an ocean away yeah um, and so yeah he, he's had a 31 year old injury in his oh, shoulder wow. And he tried everything and that was a motorcycle accident originally and his deterioration of his movement, his muscle tissue, all of that in his shoulder was completely terrible and he had really excruciating pain Mm -hmm. where he couldn't put his arm anywhere in this space without agony. Um, And so he tried everything himself and, you know, he's been in in the health industry too and so, you know, when I got home and when we started, I was like, well, let's tackle your shoulder. It took us five online virtual um, sessions for me Mm -hmm. to treat all his muscles and joint receptors in his shoulder. Oh, wow. And he can now put his arm in all of this space. He can sleep with it here. He's Uh, like, woo, I'm just going to keep my arm up here. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, as long as he continues to go into that space, he will keep the gains that we've created, which is fucking awesome. Um, Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, the online thing is great. Obviously, there's only 20 of us in the whole world that do what I do. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. So, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, where, um, you know, if, if whoever's, you know, listening to this or watching this, if they want to find an NRT specialist, like, where is there a place that they can go to look at all of them? So not currently. So Simon Frost is the founder of NRT Mm -hmm. uh, and he is putting together a database, but because it's so small and pretty much all of us are fully rammed with clients. Yeah. It's out there. You can't look it up online. There's no website to refer to. You can't go and check it out because the main reason is because we'd be inundated and we can't, we wouldn't be able to help people. So the way that we what the way that I work, the way that we've worked has really just been this word of mouth thing. I you yeah. see one person. So I had um one of my clients that I worked with like 20 years ago, Rosa. So I just did her, I was her personal trainer. Mm. And um she got awesome results with me and everything. But she what I did with her then is nothing that I would do with her now. And oh, so okay, yeah. <laughs> almost reluctant to see old clients because I'm like oh god I was so doing the wrong thing back then Uh, and and this doesn't just go to physicality in terms of giving them the wrong exercises or not really knowing how to prescribe exercise because I was doing what I could with what I currently knew but Mm -hmm. sadly it was very very lacking and so again a lot of my prescription came through uh, through you know assumption through visual assessment and guesswork and um yeah, I wouldn't do what I did. Anyway, her daughter uh, was 15 when she had an injury where she basically jumped up and smacked her head into a glass window. Oh, oh no. Mm. And she had concussion. She had severe chronic migraines, um, really bad pain in her neck. And they put her on a whole heap of crap. I mean, we're talking antidepressants, oh gosh, you name it, and basically told her that she was going to have to deal with it for the rest of her life because there was nothing else that they could do. And this is where it just breaks my heart. Yeah, I hear the story a lot with people, (laughs) you know, that there's nothing we can do. This is your, this is what you're dealt. Um, 
and, and it's so not true it's just not true you know no it's not and so she, she had been following my you know where I was overseas she was on my Instagram and whatever oh, okay and, she'd seen that I was doing something new and something innovative and something that was like really kind of unheard of and and so when I got back to New Zealand she said to me do you reckon you could help my daughter and I was like yes (laughs) because I haven't you know I haven't come across anyone I haven't been able to help yet and this is even like cerebral palsy and like all these things um brain shunts and people in wheelchairs and people with autoimmune conditions and people with degenerative bone disorders and everything I have been able to help so I'm like I think I can I'm pretty sure um and so we did three sessions with her and we did her cervical spine so her neck muscles and joints and receptors all of them um, and her ocular system, so the information coming in through her eyes, her visual system, and her migraines have gone. She's off all of her, her drugs. She's completely. Wow. Yeah, oh my gosh! Three, how how life changing for her? That's amazing. Yeah, and those stories are always the ones that like make me warm inside because that's a, you know she's twenty one when I when I got back last year, mm. and you know she's had six years of chronic pain and chronic migraines and chronic problems. And just told that you're going to have to deal with that yeah. as a child. It's just, it's not okay. But again, that's all that's known. So it is what it is. And and that is what I love about NRT is it's life-changing. It's, mm-hmm. it's instant results. It's long-lasting results. And it can help pretty much everything I've come across so far. And I can say that with the confidence of 10 years of treating people over and over again and seeing those same results with every single client, it isn't this thing where it's hit or miss. It works for you, but it won't work for you. It works for everybody. Um, and I almost feel like eating eating the way that we do as well, Rosa, is works for everybody. Like it is, it is something that is it is human function. And yeah. it, it should exactly. be. <laughs> doing the right thing it should yes exactly it's so I mean something that you know um it's healing it's our body's natural it gives our body the building blocks it needs to heal if you don't give it the right food it can't heal right exactly and it can't function properly Mm -hmm. and it's the same with our with our physical body it can't fix it can't function properly if it doesn't have the information in the receptor to tell you what you're you're asking it to do so those things really made sense to me and I I wasn't sure about so I had a a woman that had an autoimmune condition where basically her bones melted and fused together and so when I met her her range of motion was like this she could only just lift her her arm about yay far out from the side of her body Mm -hmm. and again she'd just been told you're gonna have to deal with it like that's just that's all you've got if she was lying on her back on the floor, she would have to hold this arm, so this was the weak arm, and lift her arm using her other arm. She couldn't even lift her own arm straight in space. Okay. Her muscle on her shoulder was completely deteriorated so much, it looked like that, that her bra wouldn't even sit up. It just Her bra just fell off her shoulder. Oh, no. And because of all the compensation, you can imagine all these strategies that her body had built to, to compensate. Her spine was all twisted. Her shoulder was up here. The shoulder was down here. Like she was just this twisted, you know, state of a system. And so when I 
she first came to see me and she was like, do you think you can help me? I was like, hmm, because with NRT, we can only treat what we can access. So, for example, if your arm can only go to here, that's all the tissue that I can treat. But as her range mm. of motion started to improve because we got more recruitment mm. and the tissue that was tight started to release and loosen by itself because it could go into those spaces and it now had that sense of position, movement and force, then it started coming up and up and up. So it took us a year to get to here, but she's here. Wow. So it was really funny because from here to here was really slow. And then we went from about there to there in one session. So oh my gosh. Because <laughs> obviously we're talking melted bones. It's different from just restriction. You know, you're combating structural things mm-hmm. to allow you to get there. But she had not carried her daughter. So she had a six-year-old daughter at the time. She'd mm-hmm. never carried her daughter up the stairs basically. And she, the day she texted me and said, I just carried Sophie up the stairs, I was literally in tears. Because, oh gosh, yeah. You know, Aww. not being able to carry your own child, like, that's life-changing. You yeah. know, her being able to hang up the washing, wash her hair, even, like, shaving her armpits. She was like, it's the simple things in life yeah. that I couldn't <laughs> do, that I now can do. Yeah. And now like pushing five six kilos in this arm 20 reps like she's just like so strong so good her posture's all completely changed like it that has been life-changing for her so some people you work with it is going to be slow going depending on what the ailments are that is the slowest that is the slowest it's ever taken everybody else depending on what their problem has been is pretty it's pretty quick and it's pretty easy uh, a girl came to see me recently in, in New Zealand when I moved home who was booked in for spinal surgery. You know the old the the office chairs that have the wheelie bottoms? Yeah. She was like lying on that, rolling around her house for five weeks. She couldn't walk like oh, in no. a town. Yeah. Oh wow. And um she came across me and called me and said, I'd really like to see you, but I'm really skeptical. I don't think that it's anything can help me. I need, I'm, you know, I'm booked in for the surgery and she was booked in for the surgery in two weeks. And so I said, well, I don't know. Let's have a look at you. We did six sessions in 10 days and they canceled her surgery. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is amazing. Wow, that is simply so, amazing. <laughs> they were all, all the surgeons were baffled. They were like, what have you done? How have you achieved this? Can I have your phone number? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's amazing. Yes. <laughs> Which is great because, you know, some, depending on the, the medical person that you can get, they can be very close-minded and, you know. Yeah. I I, I understand that because, again. But the results don't lie, right? <laughs> that's it. The results speak for themselves. And, She's just done the Mount Everest challenge, which is we have like a little mountain here and and, the t- and she's like, you had to climb it X amount of time in X amount of days. She's just mm. finished that. She's in amazing shape. Her health has completely transformed her. You know, like it has been life-changing for her because not being able to walk, you know, it means you can't exercise. It means you can't, you know, you can't look after your kids properly. She had three kids, mm. you know, like it, it, it's debilitating. And we have, I don't know what they have in the US in terms of like free health care, yeah that I don't know that that exists (laughs) right so here we have a government funded something called ACC which is accident accident yeah so if you have an accident then you can get 
um, surcharge off, you know. So they have they have this system here of it being free to go and see physios or go and see, you know, a person. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I'm just going to try the physio because it's free, which I totally get. But so many people will come to me after six months and their problems have been exacerbated and they're in a worse state and they've waited six months and they've done all this time doing this repetition of this exercise that's done absolutely nothing but overload the already stressed out tissue and make the weak tissue even weaker and the imbalance has got greater and now they're like well I'm in a worse state I should have just come to you six months ago and I was like yes because I am expensive I am an investment but that's because you get instant long-lasting results. And I've studied, you know, for 20 years to be where I am. And there's only three specialists in the world, me and Simon Frost and one other, oh, and wow. the rest of the practitioners. So basically okay. specialists is someone that can treat anything, any receptor sense in your system. So there's only three of me and yeah. 20 of us in total that do some form of NRT at some level. And so I've worked and I continue to work. I work my butt off to to get here. But a lot of people will be like, oh, I'll just try all this free stuff first. And then they're like, oh my God, I've just wasted so much time and energy and effort. And I and I could never achieve what I've achieved with you with them because I didn't have the ability to get that tissue working or recruiting properly well yeah and I think that's with a lot of um, these different problems people have is a lot of times they want to just go the free route for a while even especially with health and they Mm -hmm. find they're not getting the results and so you really it's better to pay a little more money and get the expert (laughs) to get you there faster and then you'll be on your way to healing yeah exactly and like life's life's short and health is an investment this is all we're guaranteed is our vessel our body is what carries us through everything in our lives Mm -hmm. having a nice car having a nice house having a nice body but yeah it's it's nice but it, it, it it shouldn't be people's priority and that's again that's the distortion the warped state that our society is in where we put materialistic things above ourselves above our health above our well-being above our bodies Whereas actually this is all we have. We don't take anything with us, you know. And so feeling healthy, having full ability to use your body, most people don't know what that feels like. Well, yeah, and I think it's all, you know, it's like when you're feeling better, um, when you're functioning better, you you don't think it could ever get that good. And then when it is, you're like, oh, my gosh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I never knew life could be this good. Yeah. Totally. Well, you you are obviously helping so many people in so many ways, um, but I want to go ahead and let's dive deep into um, what led you to do the 90 day fat loss challenge. Um, oh <laughs> yes. Why did you why did you decide to jump into that? And yeah. and then let's kind of just walk through the process with that. OK, cool. So basically this is the funniest thing as well is (laughs) I I was the veggie queen like I changed people from milk to nut milks I made them use nuts and seeds for everything I made them use spinach and kale and smoothies and you name it I did it wrong (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's okay um, I've been there too I I used to be the same way (laughs) I, I, I mean literally I was the polar opposite of of what I do now which is so funny but 
And Alan was resistant to change. Human beings are. We're all a bit resistant. We're like, that can't be right. That's a bit good, too good to be true. That can't be, that, you know. So what happened was um, my fiancé is a big old nerd like I am and does tons of research. And mm-hmm. anyway, he kept watching these different video YouTube videos and stuff. And he went, babe, babe, you need to really watch this. You really need to look look at this piece of research, read this, this, that, 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 that. And I'm like, I don't have time. I'm too busy. Like, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah. he kept pestering me. And he went, you need to watch this guy. And he goes, he's a Kiwi guy. He swears like you do. He's got a potty mouth like you. And he's blunt as hell. And, he, and I went, oh, yeah. And he went, yeah, yeah, he's a scientist. He's a scientist. You should really watch him. I said, oh, one day. I was like, this is after, like, months, by the way. I was oh. like, oh, what's his name? And he goes, oh, his name Professor Bart Kane. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's so funny. I, know. I was just like, oh, my God. That was, like, my mentor from university. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, show me. I'm like, how many Bart Ks in New Zealand scientists are there? I was like, it must be him. I was like, show me a picture. And I was like, oh, my God, that's my, that's literally my. <laughs> that's so funny. And yeah. so I was just like, it was really my fiancé that that did it. It wasn't mm-hmm. me at all. So obviously because, and he was fanboying so hard because he'd been like, he, he'd been like, he thinks that Bart's amazing and obviously his content is insane and his brain is insane. And he was like, you know, so he was fanboying. He's like, do you know him? Do you know him? And I was like, yeah, really well, like really well. So anyway, um, after I knew it was Bart, I started looking into it and I was just like, oh my God, I have missed like I've been doing the wrong thing. I've missed a ton of of information to the point, Rosa, that like with food, for example, if I always knew to activate nuts and seeds, so I'd soak them and I'd sprout them and I'd dehydrate them and I knew that there was these processes involved because our bodies couldn't absorb the nutrients. Mm-hmm. What I was missing is that they were harmful, not yeah. the fact that we had to put them through some stupid process to even be able to absorb anything from them but I was missing the fundamental thing that we shouldn't be eating them in the first place yeah and so I've done some research to a point and then stopped and I was quite indoctrinated with what I knew and so I was like well you know it's healthy it's healthy it's healthy it's a brainwashed well because you know it it comes from nature right so it can't be bad for you yeah and if all these people all all these years have been telling us about how healthy it is then it you know it can't be wrong it gets in there it, it you know it really does and so I had to really pull my brain apart and relook at it because I didn't want to give up mm-hmm. what I was doing I loved the way that I was eating I loved the results from it I thought it was all positive for me and um and it was really hard because also you're having to also admit that you're wrong and that you've also taught people and been paid for a really long time to do things that were actually harming them. And it's mm-hmm. it's a bit of a oh, to to the to the ego, to the whatever you want to call it. And so I started looking into it and I was like, oh my God, oxalates, lectins, phytates, shit. This stuff is like it makes sense as well. No wonder I've got still issues with my guts, still issues with my skin, still issues, you know, with inflammation. Um mm-hmm. And I it just, again, the light bulb went on and I went, oh, yeah. 
So that's how I first got into it. So what I actually did was I really gradually transitioned over. I I went heavy meat-based, pulled out all the most toxic plants out of my diet first, started eating in like eating windows and doing slightly extended longer fasts because I ate three times a day or even snacks in between three to five times a day for like most of my adult life. So Mm -hmm. it was like this real transition. So first I started by just eating three meals and having a longer fast on either side and eating in a window and then I pulled out the toxic ones and then I brought my quantities down and then you know I just I did it really gradually and I learned a lot about it and so I started going heavy meat based in 2020 mm-hmm. and then um so I was only eating a really small amount of plants and pretty much the least poisonous plants and then um again my fiance was like babe babe let's do full carnivore, let's go, da-da-da, because he actually did it before me in, so what are we, what year are we, 2022? So he did it in 21. Mm, He did full three months carnivore. He was away working. It was when I was pregnant with my last daughter. Um, And so he he found it really easy because he was, like, just cooking burgers and steak basically and just, you know, feeding for himself. So it was easy to do. So he did it, and he had – fundamental changes to his health and he's a trainer as well and he's really fit and healthy and very active so for him to go to a next level of his performance and his health I was like hmm maybe I should do it and then I found it really difficult around the Christmassy time whenever Mm -hmm. I eat any carbohydrates I basically become a sugar fiend and so um after Christmas I was like, okay, I'm going to do this 90 days. And that's when I decided to do it. So I started on the 10th of January this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went all the way through and did the 90 days. Felt incredible, obviously. Had massive changes in my body composition, in my skin, in my in my digestive system, um, in the skin of my stomach from three birth, three babies. You yeah. Know, I had these incredibly deep 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 lines in my forehead from all the eyebrow actions I always do Um, (laughs) I've never I've never done Botox I've never had any kind of stuff and so I thought I'd have this deep line here and these deep lines here just forever and they started to heal and I was like what the hell's going on yeah Um, (laughs) and and on my on my breasts from breastfeeding and on my skin on my stomach from you know and Mm -hmm. it started to tighten and I was like oh my god this is amazing and my cankles my inflammation (laughs) around my ankles I actually had and like all those things that didn't matter how lean I'd been in the past or light I'd been in the past I'd never got rid of those things which is why I know that there was the inflammation yeah Uh, and so (laughs) yeah it was um it was completely transformational for me so that's that was how it got me into the 90 days once I completed the challenge at that 90 day mark um I just carried on so I had like a few things off for my birthday and again it just spun me out it sent me on this like sugar addict bloody carbohydrate you know and so it's just not worth it for me so now I'm just I'm just carnivore I don't eat any vegetable matter whatsoever um, and I don't miss it either. I, I'm quite happy without it. Um, I don't. Well, and your it. results are so amazing because <laughs> I, I, I was just looking at them. Um, and yeah, like you can tell, there was so much inflammation that went away. Um, and your skin just looks smoother and 
And it's like you got, it's like you got a mommy makeover. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at maybe having a tummy tuck and a boob lift. So it was quite good not to have to go onto the knife to achieve that kind of result. So I'm just going to keep going with it. I feel so good that there's no reason for me to stop. And, yeah. Um, now, did yeah. you have any struggles with, um, you know, when you had to do the fasting part of it? Only with a little bit with, I got a little bit of insomnia at one point when I was doing the longer fasts. Mm -hmm. So the most I think I did was around 36, 40 hours and that was it. And then obviously working with the coach and stuff, I was like, that's too much for me. You know, 24, 27 hours is plenty. Still getting that autophagy response. I'm still getting the healing response. I'm just going to stick to this because my sleep is, you know, crucial. I need that to function. So that was the max I did, but that was pretty much the only problem that I had with fasting. Yeah. I think when you get into the longer fast, that's kind of what naturally happened. Um, I noticed that happened with me too. And so yeah. I, and I did have, I went all the way through almost um, to doing the rolling 48. Oh, did um, you? Yeah. And you know what I'll say is that I noticed that there wasn't any bigger change from doing like a 36 or a 48. I yeah. had trouble. I had trouble with the rolling. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I, I think that what you did is just perfect, you know, just doing those, you know, 36 hour fa um, fast and then feasting. So I can go ahead and talk to you forever, Jessica, but I know that you have to go. Um, and I thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your experience today um, and telling us all about the NRT technique. Um, so yeah so um how can people get in contact with you or follow you um and get your advice yeah yeah definitely so i've got the instagram which is um the carnival mummy and i've also got the jessica treatment which is my full health based stuff um and we'll put my email address below for them so that they can email yes you. i will put all your links below too okay yeah. <laughs> well they, thank you so much jessica and i will talk to you soon yeah, let's do it again soon. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Rock Your Best Life podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss a thing. If you loved this episode, I would just love it if you would go over to Apple Podcasts and give me a rating or review. It really helps more people find the information on this podcast. If you need help getting started on your journey, I'm your girl. I would love to be your coach and guide. I offer a free 30-minute discovery call over at rockandrosawellness.com. Let's find what works best for you. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Until then, don't forget to rock your best life.